Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder First John. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is Episode 5. And now, dear children, remain in Him, so that when He is revealed we may have joyful confidence and not be ashamed when we stand before Him at His appearing. If you know that He is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who lives in righteousness has been divinely fathered by Him. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that He has lavished on us. He has called us and made us His very own beloved children. The reason the world doesn't recognize who we are is that they don't recognize Him. Beloved, we are God's children right now. However, it is not yet apparent what we will become. But we do know that when it is finally made visible, we will be just like Him, for we will see Him as He truly is. And all who focus their hope on Him will always be purifying themselves, just as Jesus is pure. Anyone who indulges in sin lives in moral anarchy, for the definition of sin is breaking God's law. And you know without a doubt that Jesus was revealed to eradicate sins and there is no sin in Him. Anyone who continues to live in union with Him will not sin, but the one who continues sinning hasn't seen Him with discernment or known Him by intimate experience. Delightfully loved children, don't let anyone divert you from this truth. The person who keeps doing what is right proves that he is righteous before God even as the Messiah is righteous. But the one who indulges in a sinful life is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was revealed was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. Everyone who is truly God's child will refuse to keep sinning because God's seed remains within him, and he is unable to continue sinning because he has been fathered by God himself. Here is how God's children can be clearly distinguished from the children of the evil one. Anyone who does not demonstrate righteousness and show love to fellow believers is not living with God as his source. 1 John 2:28 through chapter 3 verse 10. Chapter 3 begins with one of my favorite verses in scripture. That word lavish It speaks to so much more than we can even imagine. Listen again to verse 1. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that He has lavished on us. The word love here is agape, a full, open, unconditional love. In His lavishing, unconditional love, He calls us His children. It's extravagant, abundant. That's the kind of love God has for you. How does it make you feel to be called a child of God? What does it mean to you? Let's ponder that for a moment. Just breathe in the wonder of the depth of His love. It is extravagant, abundant, and complete.
throughout this section, John speaks of the attributes of being God's child. We are righteous, loved, pure. We seek to do what is right and should be loving to others. Yet for me, the attribute that hits my heart the most is the one I started with, being called His child. It's not only because of God's lavishing love, but because of my adoption as His child. He chose me. He chose you to be in His family. I have always felt blessed that I was adopted by my parents to be part of their family. At six weeks old, they didn't have to take me, but they wanted me. When I read these words in John, or Paul's words to the Ephesians, I am brought to the same feeling. Chosen. So are you. He didn't have to, but he chose to have you. Beloved, you are God's child right now. When I was adopted, I became part of my family. I took on their name, their history, and their love. I also took on many of their characteristics. We do the same when we become God's child. We take on his name, his story, and his love, along with the fruit of the Spirit, which help us grow his characteristics in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. How do you see yourself? It's so easy to forget whose we are, isn't it? Our self-image is affected by social media, our friends, even our actions. Yet we can't let shame overshadow our hearts. We can let the words of others speak so much louder than God's word. But John reminds us, Delightfully loved children, don't let anyone divert you from this truth. The truth being of how loved and known you are. In these verses, John speaks of a joyful confidence free of shame. God's love and forgiveness frees us from shame and fills us with confidence knowing that we're valued and loved. We are pure because of Him. We are distinguished by doing what is right and how we show love to others. John spends quite a few verses on our actions, saying that the person who keeps doing what is right proves that he is righteous before God. He says this because the false teaching of the time disregarded behavior as having any meaning. Many people claimed to know God, yet did as they pleased without calling it sin. This really hasn't changed much in our current world, has it? And in verse 6 of chapter 3, John states, But the one who continues sinning hasn't seen him with discernment or known him by intimate experience. In the Greek, the words continue sinning here are speaking to those whose behavior is habitual and persistent, those who are justifying the wrong they were doing so they could keep on doing it. The word known in this verse is gnosko, which is a form of the word gnosis, meaning to understand. To break it down, John is saying that the reason those around them were habitually sinning without remorse was due to the lack of understanding, the lack of truly knowing God, 
When we truly understand what Jesus has done, when we come to truly know in a heart knowledge way what being God's child means, we live differently. In verse 9, John states, Everyone who is truly God's child will refuse to keep sinning because God's seed remains within him and he is unable to continue sinning because he has been fathered by God himself. One commentary states that being fathered by God himself means we carry his DNA, his image in us. Therefore, sin disturbs us and we seek to live a life that reflects him. John would know the verse in Psalms that says we are his masterpiece. We are made in his likeness. As his child, our actions should be characteristic of our father. Beloved, you are God's child right now. He knows your potential. He knows your pathway. Walk in joyful confidence knowing that you belong. What does that mean for your identity? What feelings does that raise in you? For further reading on being a part of God's family, I encourage you to spend time in Romans 8, verses 14 to 17. Now, may you live in joyful confidence of the love of the Father, knowing that He sees you, knows you, and desires to be known by you. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that He lavishes on you. Allow your heart to be open to it. Receive it. He has chosen you and made you His very own beloved child. Amen.